Boom. Reactive. Previously on the Hardy and Sons podcast. So this is essentially like the 1920s version of walking into a fast food restaurant and saying like, and Joe being like, here, let me take that fryer off your hands. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't even think fryers were around then. I would imagine it was like a fryer, you know, like the, in the Robin Hood a, days. It's got to be a Dutch oven of some kind, a campfire in somebody's house, and that's what they're... That's what they're masquerading. Cooking straight with methane. I'm telling you where the Dutch oven is. It, it's within Chet. You keep feeding that man cheese. I mean, that's essentially where this is going. See, it's <laughs> not. But cheese at the time, you have to understand, is basically just milk that's been sitting in a goat's stomach. Yeah, and that's it's the only kind of thing that I want to eat. Stomach. You can drink that cheese from a straw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, It's going to be clumpy, but I'll tell you what. You get a straw big enough, I mean, you might be able to slurp it away. This is the, this paints the picture though of what nachos could have been, oh. and where we would be today, yeah. had we gone this direction, and it's Joe Hardy's fault. I agree that it's Joe Hardy's fault, and you know what? That fault was supersized. So, I, a difference between us emotionally right now is that my book is. A few feet away, closed on a chair. Yeah. My hand is in my pocket. I'm ready yeah. to wax, David. Yeah. And you've got your book <laughs> open to the page. We are in two different places, my friend. This is You the, know what? I think you're in the right place. This is the first half of an episode. Knee. That's it's the right. first half of, of one of two episodes. And this is typically when we just catch up, man. Exactly. We got we got chapter to cover here. Yeah, but, but David, it's, it's been a month, it's man. It's been a month. And the chapter wasn't that great. No, nope, so but we're back here. What's more exciting is that we're back in. We're back here at the bonfire. Yeah. Got this Fireside Chat FDR style <laughs> podcast happening. Yeah, I got the Connecting book over my with leg the listeners. almost like it's a blanket. Oh as my gosh, you look work. like a grandfather. Thank you. It's an approachable yeah. It's an approachable disposition you have. That's what I'm always going for. I even got a big cardigan on. I can't see it because of the backlight. Yeah. But I believe it. Yeah, and you I, can close I your coat just to maintain the warmth. Probably should take off these LED lights on the back of the cardigan, but I, I it feel does like make it hard looks to see. Backlight, <laughs> <laughs> highly reflective. <laughs> he is always so silhouetted, no matter what he does. That's <laughs> he David looks backlit like he's in a Bob Pitt. Richardson movie. Yeah, <laughs> the backlit pit. I like that. Ooh, yeah, you ooh, can find me in alleyways. Coin that, baby. I should. That's pretty. Now, good. if we could sell a shirt. I that was backlit. No, if we could sell a shirt well, of course at hardyandsonspodcast.com, that was backlit. Yeah. Well, we'd have to charge a premium because of the well, backlit. Yeah, I mean, you don't just throw in the lights for free. That no, would be silly. That's somebody's job, man. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Forrest's job. To bring that's not a, this, Sean, this is a good business idea. To, to make a shirt with lights on it? That's backlit. Okay. <laughs> right? I'd buy I've it. I've seen, they do make, like, jackets and stuff that have such a highly reflective uh thing yeah. on them if you take any photo with a flash it washes everything like all you see is yeah, the jacket dude. and it that's ruins like brendan photos. fraser you're just bedazzled at that Ooh, point I yeah like it. i like it too i like a little blast from the past <laughs> oh you are crazy that's you're like straight from encino man <laughs> <laughs> With the comma, comma <laughs> mid pun, straight from Encino, comma man. <laughs> yeah, we watch Red and Fraser movies. We're Fraser, Fraser, Fraser. Fraser. Get what Dickie Roberts teaches us. Fraser. It's Fraser. Yeah. Fraser. Not Fraser. like Joe Fraser. 
Right. There's there's no zh to it. No zh. It's a it's a it's a hard s. That's not good. Fraser. He should change that. I I only know this because the, hang on. This is the second time that we've talked in depth about <laughs> Brendan <laughs> Fraser <laughs> well, in the past. Few, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but there was some like promo for Saturday Night Live or something, and he was like, hosted by me, Brendan Fraser. And if you say Fraser, I will kill you. And it was like oh. some weird joke thing that didn't land for me personally, but I remembered how to pronounce his name. So. <laughs> Call it effective. It's like if you say Frazier three times in the mirror, Brendan Fraser will show up and kill you. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. Isn't that what that movie The Candyman is about? Brendan Juice. Brendan Juice. Brendan Juice. Brendan Juice? Like Beetlejuice, but Brendan Juice. Oh, Brendan Juice. I didn't hear that. Done. I'm sorry. I heard Brenda. What our listeners don't know is that we are seated about seven feet apart. Yes. But we are talking to microphones that are mere inches from our mouths. Yes. And so while we sound present to one another, there's a there's a bit of a we're we're projecting. We're definitely projecting. Justifiably projecting. And we both got beanies that are slightly going over the ears. Yeah, keeping which them toasty. Which is muffling everything. But we're toasty. Which is we're what? Warm. Muffling. Which is hmm. Uh, muffling. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day of, of two guys who were watching an NBA game live. This sounds like something Brett should be listening to. This sounds I've awful. T- I've told him about this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even care about basketball. I just like these two individuals. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I will listen to them talk about anything. Yeah. They have a, a podcast solely about basketball. Is this a Jake and Amir podcast? It's Amir. But just the Amir? Yeah. It's Amir okay. and, and I know Billy Scafuri. And Nick Fury? Billy Scafuri. What? Yeah. So he Billy uh, Scafuri? Scafuri is a writer. That is a strong last name. You would like him. It sounds like Scafuri. You, like you know like Harvard Sailing genre. Team? Harvey Sandwooding? Do you know Harvard Sailing Team, the sketch group? No. He's a key player in it. No, That's never heard of it. That's where you would it. recognize him. Yeah. I'm not Any, much into sailing. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about how in this podcast, like, because it's a podcast, it's posted later. It's not actually happening live. And oh, so wow. if this something like, like tragic happens in the game, out. like LeBron James got in a fight a couple days ago. Yeah. Got thrown out. It's the first suspension ever in the NBA. Like, it's a big deal. And they were saying, like, if we were podcasting that game, a listener would know when they press play that, oh, this is the game with the big fight or whatever. Right. And you'd be, you'd be listening the whole time. Like, right now they're ignorant. They don't know what we know. Oh, okay. And it made me realize that, once again, we have this opportunity slash responsibility <laughs> to put these current event pins yeah. in our podcast. So one day somebody's going to look back and say, you know, this got posted on December 6th, Monday, yeah. December 6th. And whatever's happening, that you can go back in time and be like, something happened big on December 7th. Yeah. And these guys don't know about it. Oh, my God. And by the same token, you could go back and, like, something happened the morning uh, of, well, I guess we're recording this on the 4th. So yeah. So it's, it's a bit incongruous. But we we have the opportunity to to, to make a, a landmark here that we can come back to one day. Just like you can go to the, the episodes right before the pandemic. Be oh, like, here's, yeah. here's two dudes. They don't even know. Living. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then go, like, two weeks into the pandemic, we're recording virtually, and yeah. you hear us talking about, like, well, you know, they say for the rest of the month we're not going to be able to, you know, record in person. <laughs> we were so naive. I'm actually really curious to go back and listen to those episodes. I listened it, to some of them. The quality dip, because the very first episode we did, we were using Anchor. 
And we were doing it through the Anchor app to where we were just talking into our headphones on yeah. the actual phones. So it wasn't the app that was it. We were just like, this is the greatest gift of uh, I just cursed. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll take care of it. Yeah. This is the greatest gift in all mankind to us right now is that we could use this as a platform to perform to actually record but boy did it sound bad yeah i don't know what we did but the quality was very compressed yeah it wasn't the pristine <laughs> quality that our users are, are used to that our listeners are used well, to is you that you started, is that your phone or yeah mine? that's me is that just an app that makes buzzing noises so you sound <laughs> important that is oh i got such such big thumbs right now with these gloves on that i can't get in there and it's off now silencio silencio it started, though, with you taking your microphone, and you had a really nice mic, and I was still using the headphones, and I was like, oh, we got to change this. So then it became a whole setup that was real sweet. Yeah, and, and we may end up back at that uh, yes. because uh, the Omicron variant, I will say right now, I know almost nothing about. I know nothing about any variant. So I haven't paid attention. Okay. So this week they discovered the Omicron variant, yeah. named after a letter in the Greek alphabet. Uh, and the Omicron variant appears to be, and I don't mean to alarm anyone, and again, I don't know what I'm talking about, Yeah. but the, the pieces of information that I've gathered are it evades vaccines. Nice. But they also need, they, they can't know anything for two weeks. Like the way these things work, they need to see how it's affecting a population. It was mostly in Africa, South Africa. Yeah. And then all over Europe. Yeah. And they've now discovered cases in San Francisco and uh, Wisconsin, I think, or, or Minnesota. Um, Weird. Somebody had it who had just been to an anime conference in New York. Uh, so odds are we're going to see it all over pretty soon. Yeah. You know, it's weird. This whole time I was thinking about Voltron, and then you said it was at an anime convention. Right? That that was very strange. You prophesied that. Yeah, I really think... That, I that don't think impressive. you understand. I was really thinking about Voltron this whole time. You're I mean, not, I'm listening, but like you're talking about this Omicron, and I'm just like, that sounds like a Voltron character. There's a lot of times where I'm talking, and you're just coming up with rhymes slowly the whole time. <laughs> so I'll take Voltron. <laughs> I'll take Voltron. That's an upgrade. <laughs> no, but but we have this moment here yeah. where our reality could be essentially the same in two or three weeks. Yeah. Or we could see the rise of this new variant, which uh, maybe the vaccines aren't effective against it, and we're back in lockdown, and yeah. Christmas is, is back to Zoom again. Man. Um, yeah. But right now, it's this Schrodinger's box situation. I like that. Of, as we record this, we don't know. Yeah. And if you're a few weeks behind in listening to the podcast, what a time capsule we have for you. And also... This is back on December 4th. Oh, yeah. When the world was still full of hope. When we were saying, hey, January is going to be fine. <laughs> Vaccination rates are going up. People are getting boosted. We're going to be fine. <laughs> Here's one thing you didn't know about Schrodinger. Are you ready? I'm ready. He always had twin cats. And that's the prestige. <laughs> I like that was your half commitment to the voice. Yeah. It wasn't a full on prestige. But it wasn't just the prestige. You went Yeah, I did I tried to do it a little bit. I was trying to do a Michael Caine not too long ago and it was so bad that like it kinda brought me down. It I'm brought sorry me down to hear on that, my man. Michael Caine. You know so what might like, help I'm not gonna go full in. You know what might help is uh we do an accent workshop <laughs> for ninety nine ninety nine. 
<laughs> that ain't too bad. We'll teach you the Michael Keynes. We'll teach you the Michael Myers. Show them the Mike Kane. Teach you the, the Michael Let them see what they're going to get. Well, if they get the Michael Kane, then they're going to get the prestige. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Why do we fall, Bruce? So we can get back up again. So we can learn to pick ourselves see, up again. I can't get it. Yes. But I can do this. And it's not a good bane, but it's what I got. It's fine. I also think there's something fun about it being assumed that mine is good. I think mine is better than your your half-hearted attempt. Yeah. <laughs> but it is by no means a baseline for excellence. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. What you making these days, dude? Uh, a lot of eggs. Eggs? Yeah, eggs. Eggs. Is that what you're talking about making? Are you talking about art? I'm, I'm talking what you're putting arts. in the world. You're putting omelets into the world, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Spread that omelet joy. I'm going to let you finish, <laughs> but what else are you making? You got to you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> what are you handing out, life lessons? Well, I'm handing out eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is that? <laughs> It's Charlie Kelly. That is, yeah, there Always it is. Sunny, <laughs> season three. Don't remember which episode. I just nice. know it's somewhere in that season. <laughs> Aside from eggs, what you got going on? Besides from AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, am I gonna be a tough one to edit? You know, I. <laughs> Dude, I'm leaving. I'm leaving your struggle with AIDS in there. And changing the conversation's important. <laughs> No judgment. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm rusty. You know, I've never once, never once. How long have we been doing this podcast? Three years. Three years. No. Two. The two. No, years. three years. I can't. Three yeah. years. 2018. I've never cursed before. Yeah, you let one slip. And I let one slip today. I said the a word. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it was. It threw me off when you said that. I I was like, whoa. I sunk down a little bit. I was like, Sean's got guts. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm I, a real bad boy now, David. <laughs> <laughs> said the A word. I saw you as with part your of electric chainsaw when I was reading. <laughs> I know you're a bad boy now. <laughs> I mean, I took out my earring for, uh, so I could put the hat on, but I've got one. I believe it. I don't have a hole for it, Did but you I've ever... got it. I own an earring is my point. Yeah. Well, you, you've, got, there, you've got some sort of orifices. There's a hole in your ear, like the boat in the middle of the sea. Is that how earrings work? You just put it in the big hole in the middle? I thought so. Huh. Yeah. Honestly, I figured if Don't there's Don't know what all these people are crying about at the mall. In your body, you just stab the earring into it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever go to the roller rink when you were a kid? I did. Did you ever go to the roller rink when they had the uh, snap-on earrings? I did not. Ah. Or I guess my experience didn't link those two things. Okay. It was one of the gifts that you could win. I think it was either they had like an arcade where you could trade in tickets to get Now, are it. we talking Skateboard Plaza? Uh, we're talking Rollercade. I'm talking Rollercade. Okay. I'm going to just make sure. Yeah. I'm talking. Of course I'm talking Rollercade. I mean, serious people went out to Skateboard Plaza. I don't even know what that is. That's the place where serious people went. <laughs> you and I were the rollercade folk. I was a rollercader. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the disco. Right nights. off Tesson Ferry there. Huh? Right off Tesson Ferry. Oh yeah. Is that place still open? Oh yeah. Well it, it was be weird for a bunch of adults to go. I went with a bunch of friends a couple of years ago. My my buddy Justin is a very, very good roller skater. Yeah. Go on. That's all. <laughs> so for so for his birthday. He would go skating, and we would all 
Is that we weird, though? Like, he's so good and everyone else isn't? He doesn't flaunt it. I mean, you, you got to sort of really egg him on to get a little little flair out of yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but like he's Brian just having fun. He's just having, it's the same thing like when we talk to people. Like we don't. Sh- I mean, we're podcasters. We're yeah. good at this. We know yeah. how to how to command attention, how to yes. captivate a, a room. Yes. We don't flaunt it. No, we don't. We sit down with people. We seem normal. Exactly. People don't know that we are God's <laughs> gift <laughs> to audio. And Justin's the same way. He's very humble, like us, like us. Just super humble, super down to earth. Yeah. And I mean, I I told you guys this in the thread, but we won an award for the marshmallow lesson. I bought us an award. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I remember this. And I still I still want people to treat me the same way. This, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to let this change me. You know, I think so many people buy themselves an award and then you, like it's like I don't even recognize you ever since you bought that award. That's not going to be me, man. Yeah, and you I don't can even know always what to talk call to you. Me. Ever since you bought that award, you started to give yourself nicknames too. See, no, you can always talk to me. You can call me Sean. You can talk to me about your AIDS or what was it? <laughs> no. whatever, whatever it was, man, I'm here for you, <laughs> just like before. Like Jared, I have people who help me. What's <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're like at-home tutors. It's funny again. Yeah, I turned it around. <laughs> it only took me ten minutes. Yeah, bigger than a mouse's. Yeah, shallow how I know. Okay, I'm just here. making sure. I'm here. I'm a part of this with you. I know you are. I just you know, allow, you know, the audience doesn't listen intently, and they don't understand some of these references because we're on such a higher level, you know, film wise. Yeah, when we're talking about AIDS, <laughs> we're talking about help. Talk about help. And if there's anyone who needs help, it's Frank and Joe right now trying to solve this case. Oh my. God. Goodness. Now, did you get whiplash from that pivot? (laughs) (laughs) Or did you slip because it was so smooth? (laughs) Like Santana (laughs) riding a bull. I got a little bit of both. The ocean (laughs) under the moon. It's the sweetest kind of sugar that I've got from you. That's not right. I don't know. You've got the kind of loving that that makes me feel so so cruel. Wow. Give me a we're heart. Re- we're shape. remembering very different. And the tail feather, and forget about it. Is that's that good. That, yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Verbatim, word for word, we nailed it. Listen, I'm the kind of guy that I'm not gonna learn the lyrics. I'm just gonna get close enough and remember my own. See, this, this is that, every song feels like this I wrote is it. that confidence I'm talking Thank about. You. People can't do what we do. <laughs> Other people have to learn the words. Us, the words learn me. Do you understand? Do you understand, everybody? <laughs> this is the most... I <laughs> have what you do not have. I like this dynamic, because right now, if this was always sunny, you're Dennis, and I'm kind of a mixture of Mac and Charlie, this is this is working really well for me. Brrr. Hello? Brrr. Oops, wrong one. Uh, oop. Hello? Hi. Ask who this is. Hello? Who is this? It's the X Factor, and I got it, David. Oh! I got it. I got that smooth delivery. <laughs> I got that smooth delivery. <laughs> Billy, are you okay? Billy, are you okay? Are you okay? This is good. Yeah. You know what song I really like? Billy Jean, because that's what you said. Well, you that's, said a, that's a good song, too. But the Man in the Mirror one? Yeah. Anytime that comes out on the radio, you see me in the car, I'm going ham every time. 
it's a solid. Because that's hit. when you really get the Jamonas. Oh yeah, he is. That's all slow jam. Jamona. Mm. Oh, I love it. I'm just like I always feel that anytime it comes on. Ooh. Uh, this is I not this is too. not a lame connection, but the song "The Way You Make Me Feel." Oh yeah, got a little uh, offbeat on the on the piano hits. Yeah, and well, I wouldn't man, know. He, I'm always offbeat. He beat, turns something that's real, real minimal into just a fat pocket. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the Woo! best pockets. Woo! 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 <laughs> uh. <laughs> David, who are we? We are Sean, Sean Hotley, Hotley and David, and David Christopher, Christopher Pitt. Pitt. And David Backlit, backlit Pitt. Pitt. <laughs> I did good callback. Thank you. All right. Every Thank time you. we this do this podcast, I want to break and do the Wayne's World thing, where we just high five each other consistently. Excellent show, everyone. <laughs> it's a big response in the little room up there. <laughs> it's fun. It's cool. It's Noah's Arcade. That was wrong, but Some it's something like that. Some move. That's it. Where the kids are hip. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Come bust the moon. Where the games, where the are, games played. are played. It's chill. It's, it's fresh. It's, it's Noah's, Noah's Arcade. Arcade. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah cross those arms. Cross them. When we last left the boys. I actually don't know what happened when we last left the boys. When we last left them, they had just watched this fight with two people. They took Burke back to the shop. Yeah. And then Bob Doge, they assumed, like, rode off or ran away. Maybe he was going to take his helicopter. They checked. Helicopter's still there. Uh, <laughs> and then they go back to Ben Tinker's where they're talking to Hank Shale, Fenton Hardy, uh, and, the, like- and Ben Tinker. And they're, they're telling him, like, hey, we just saw this fight break out. Yeah. We walked Burke back. He seems sort of guilty, but he's saying Bob Doge did it. Yeah. And and we just don't know. We just don't know which of these two people is guilty. It's so all the, so he says, she says. Which, yeah. Did we ping on the fact that, he like. Said Shale says. <laughs> oh, that's dude. not yeah. Oh, amazing. I'm untouchable. We would have heard that helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, we did a whole bit in the last episode about the resonance of the mountains. Yeah. Uh, and it's back. And the reverberation. They, they they check again for the helicopter in this in this chapter. Yes, they do. Um what so they decide to set a trap for Burke to see if he's guilty. And it's a fantastic one. And so the the cliffhanger of the previous chapter of thirteen is uh how you know? How are we going to catch Burke by using the best possible bait, the gold, and ourselves? Ooh. Which brings us to chapter, chapter 14, fourteen, the broken, the broken knife. knife. Were you trying to speak right after me? Because <laughs> it, it was making me slow down, but I wanted to stay. I wanted to be consistent for you. I kind of liked it. Oh, do it. Let's do it one more time. I got an idea. Chapter 14, The Broken Knife. I came before you it's with fine. knife. It's fine. So the echo happened before you said it, but it's okay. But deep down it works. It's fine. Fine, fine. It's fine. That's fine. Batman fine. Begins fine. when he drops his wallet when he's being mugged. It's fine. Who says that? What, Christian fine. Bale? No, his dad. And then he gets shot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. fine. No, it's not. Anytime <laughs> I drop stuff, I say <laughs> Like, cause so often in our home, like if if I'm if I'm with Luke and Jesse's in the next room, like there's a something falls. Yeah. Part of a parent's ear in the other room is like, is everyone okay? And so it's like something falls. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that didn't work out too well for old Bruce, though. Yeah, be I careful with that. that part. That's bad omens. What was the dad's name, Bruce? Too. Thomas. Thomas. I'm sorry, it didn't Thomas work out for Wayne. Tom. No. Yeah. Old, old Tommy Dubs. Old Tommy Dubs. <laughs> no pointers. <laughs> T W. 
T-W. That's good. Uh, so they, uh, they're, they're catching the fellas up on, yeah. on their plan. And they're like, well, hey, you guys should stay here at Ben Tinker's place tonight, if and it's all right with you, Ben. Ben's going to be cool with that. Of course Ben's cool with that. And they're like, yeah, we'll go sleep by that stove. Yeah. And they, they because even though this is the '60s now, <laughs> this town is still in the '20s. Yeah, <laughs> and they're not even gonna sleep. They're just gonna stretch out on blankets. I mean, yeah. they're doing yoga by a stove. Yeah, this is Brigadoon. This like, is you, early hot yoga. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mountain yoga with Ben Tinker. <laughs> I didn't Good. roll in that class. Are you? Are we doing a yoga retreat or what? Oh, as part of the the cruise. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not opposed. I think we should have Keith lead it. Well, yeah, Keith leads. Keith Meads leads. <laughs> um, so they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll sleep here. Uh, we got to make one more trip back to Hank's, though, to tend to the horses. Yes. And I, I put a pin in this because we've talked about this before, but I'm just shocked at how cumbersome horse maintenance is and how much better cars are. I fully agree. Did you know that you also— I don't also have to go feed my car. You have to keep your horse calm. And do you know how you keys keep keep? I said keys because I'm trying to rhyme it with Keith Mees. Yeah, it happens. Do you, <laughs> do you know how you keep a racehorse calm? I don't know. Don't you put like a blanket over it or something? Hug it? You put a goat in the stable with it. They're called barn buddies. There's something about a goat that keeps a racehorse calm. You know, I'm not making this up. They do baby goat yoga and this seems <laughs> no, like what? yeah where you do yoga around baby goats and like when you're doing like downward dog and like you got your your back up in the air yeah the goat will like jump up and just chill <laughs> you just have like a baby goat standing on you and it's like super cute that seems like it defeats the purpose of yoga oh no because it's all the relaxation i wouldn't be Plus relaxed about that i'm like if i fall this goat is dead no, the, see, the goat stays on top of you, and the goats, the goats know to it. I mean, the, these are seasoned. How big are these goats? They're baby goats. What's like the so size of a baby goat? A, a, a big cat. A big cat. Not like a tiger. Like okay, a, a yeah. big, <laughs> a larger domestic house cat. Sorry, I guess that was a misleading. Is this real? Yeah. Google it. Goat duck, yoga. Duck, duck, go it, my friend. <laughs> I'm gonna look up duck. Now you got me thinking duck yoga. I'd rather do duck yoga than goat yoga. I'm sure you could find it. Duck yoga. Yeah. If not, I'm starting it. And I'm signing up. I'm your first customer, man. Goats are so, like, rough. They're or rough, but the goat. babies, the babies are just cute. Yeah, but they're rough. Yeah. You can feel all their bones. They're billy goats gruff. Yeah, they're gruffy. Baby goats gruff. They're baby goats gruffy, and they just want to eat you. They want to fatten you up and eat you. I don't trust goats. <laughs> and with that, the boys took a break. <laughs> <laughs> I was... On vacation, uh, oh, in uh, in Germany, yeah, and I had my dog there at the time. In Germany with you? Yeah, took my dog on vacation all the time. Whoa! And uh, we're walking along, and it was this beautiful bridge. I uh, was just taking photos and stuff like that. Um, and like a, a car came really close to us, and like as I backed up, uh, my dog got like startled, sort of tripped up. And ended up falling off the bridge down into the river below. What? And due to, like, how it was, like, 
it was like a, a low hole. Yeah. Dog goes through the low hole. I can't get through the low hole, but there's a guy on a boat, like like tied up like on the little canal side. Yeah. Guy jumps in the water. Oh my god. Grabs my dog. Yeah. Brings my dog to the shore. Dog is not doing well. Guy starts doing mouth to mouth resuscitation, like doing CPR on the dog, and dog's not responding. Guy just keeps at it. I'm like trying to make my way down there. I get down there. Dog sputters back to life. I'm crying. It is just amazing. And I'm like, you know, what what happened? Is is the dog gonna be okay? He's like, dog's gonna be fine. Probably like two or three days. Gonna be a little bit slow, but they'll start to regain function, and by the end of next week, they should be completely back to normal. And I was like, that's that's amazing. Are you a, are you a vet? He goes, vet. I'm soaking. <laughs> terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you up until. The mouth to mouth. Then I realized it was a joke. Because <laughs> everybody knows it would have been mouth to snout. That's true. Yeah. It's my fault on that. I know. I, I would, pre- I would prefer that you still believe me now that that actual conversation took place. <laughs> That's what I want. That's my goal. That's why they call me the X Factor. Yeah. Oh, there it is. The callback. I can't believe this happened in Germany and not Transylvania. Oh, maybe it did. <laughs> My memory is so hazy. I'm vet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm soaking. What is? Oh, that's Surf Ninjas. I'm wet, Colonel Chi, because he's like half man, half machine. Oh yeah, Colonel Chi, yeah, Leslie Nielsen. He falls in the kiddie pool or something. No, the the whole like lair is filled with water. I think he either falls into it or someone spills water on him. I think they kick him and he falls into it because that's what he was oh, doing that's on what the it Game was. Gear. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I haven't seen it <laughs> in years. Twenty yeah, years I'm, plus. I'm still waiting. I had to write a bio. We're doing a a new movie and you have to make pitch decks for movies and it's essentially just like here's a packet tells you what the movie's about and then it talks about the team. So for my bio, I was like, I want to write like honest me. Like sure, I'll write some achievements and everything, but I want people to know what they're working with. You gonna list the award that I bought us for well, the yeah, yeah. No, I'm going the to W three award. Silver. <laughs> Silver award. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this before, not to derail you real quick, but <laughs> yeah. with that award, yeah. I nominated us and it cost like hundred and seventy five bucks to nominate us and we won. Yeah. And from what I can tell, almost everyone wins. But the only reason it's a true honor. Is because I also submitted our podcast last year. Yes, you did. Paid the money. Yeah. And we did not win. So they're, <laughs> they at least are somewhat discerning. Yeah. At least between my two projects that I've submitted. So it is an honor yeah. that they, they selected the Marshmallow Lesson over the Hardy and Sons podcast, which is a travesty. It's definitely a travesty. It's, it's scandal. Yes, they don't recognize gold when they see it. It is, uh, is an absolute. There's corruption at yes. all levels. Fake news. We've known this. We've known this for years, Sean. Okay, the media. Okay, it's Don't the left. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't. You got all tread these liberals on <laughs> me. Don't tread on me. I'm not gonna do it. Anyways, long story short, in my bio, it mentions that I'm a big fan of any movie made in the '90s with ninjas in the title. And it goes on from my love of three ninjas 
Surf Ninjas, Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Ninja. Ninjas, and then I call out Hollywood for not releasing them on Blu-ray yet. That's good. So someone's standing up for our rights. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it needs to end with like, I see you, I hear you. You are seen, ninja movies. <laughs> yeah, they're forgotten about, and it's a shame. Uh, so Horses. They, they got to check out. They're going to go tend to the horses. So they head over to Hank's cabin. When they get there, it's empty. Empty. Joe's horse. So they ride Frank's horse over because Frank rode down to Ventinka. Yeah, they Joe ride it together. Burke back to the store. So they ride Frank's horse back. Joe's horse is gone, as is Daisy, the pack horse. The pack horse. Shale's pack horse. Who would take the pack horse? Who would take Daisy? Yeah. Daisy's <laughs> such a sweetheart. She didn't harm anybody. <laughs> well, you know, so, okay. Uh, another side tangent real quick. Right in the movie, David, actually. David, not on this podcast. Uh, Can yeah, we I know. stay focused? I know. I'm sorry. I'm writing a movie right now that has to deal with treasure, and... I'm of reading a, a national variety. Uh, yes. <laughs> so it's actually kind of funny. I'm like, I keep wanting to put in Hardy Boys references into the script. But the there's whole pack rat scene is <laughs> going to be great. There's this book I'm writing because it's a true story that I'm writing about. So I'm reading a book on the true story right now. And they're talking about this pair of brothers. And one rides a horse, but the other one has to ride a miniature horse. And I just started laughing, thinking, like, this is Frank and Joe. But it turns out the other one has to ride the miniature horse because he's a hunchback. And hunchbacks apparently have issues riding bigger horses, which makes me laugh even harder because in this chapter, again, Joe keeps talking about his hunch. <laughs> it's just like all these small details keep leading to believe. This man is Quasimodo. This could be canon. We will find out. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, you, you just reminded me of something, and now I'm going to chase it. I'm not going to find it. Yeah, chase the it, dragon. Which is a cry in shame. Chase it. You keep chasing. No. I'll, I'll bring the audience. Let's get back. To, no, no, no. Let, let's get back. If it, if it comes to me. Oh, there it is. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> we A couple chapters ago, there was the whole thing where like a compass got stolen. And yeah. they thought these things, and it turned out to be a pack rat. Yeah, with the shiny objects. Yeah, but it was, we had made fun of like this tense scene, like, oh, what could it be? Someone stole, someone sneak around with us, and it's a, a, a wild rat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the second time in the book that something very like tense and cliffhangery happened. Yeah. The piano music. Oh. From old, old who was it, Charlie's Ghost or yeah, somebody playing it was piano? The rats. And it was just rats. That's twice that the author. Was like, let's build something up as a rat. Oh my That's god! That's how bankrupt. Oh my god! Idea you know wise, this book has had two tense moments resolved by like, oh, it's just rats being rats. I think the last line of this book, and this is where the phrase came from, is gonna be, "Oh rats." I, I'm, it better be. I almost want to. <laughs> I almost want to turn the page to check. <laughs> So they decide the horses are gone. The first thing they're going to do is look for footprints. Yeah, and they find some footprints, which they assume is it's from where Bob Doge's footprints went out into the into the clearing. Yeah. And they say, well, hey, he must have come back because the footprints go right to the lean to where the horses were. Yes. And then there's only fo uh, hoof prints going away. And then they're, uh, they're, you know, he must have come back after we left. And they're like, okay, let's go to bed. <laughs> Even that won't keep me awake tonight, Joe grinned and yawned deeply. And then, in spite of their exhausting adventures, Frank and Joe awoke at daybreak. Like, they did just go to bed. 
Yeah. Like, our horses have been stolen. These are teenagers, and I honest to God think they have the Benjamin Button disease. They have to be in their 80s. They're always thinking about food, and they're always sleeping. You know, I, I, I hate to go back to this, but with horse maintenance, <laughs> if you steal a horse, yeah, are you, like, do you take care? Like, if you steal a car, you steal a car, you dump it someplace. Yeah. You, you don't have to fill it up with gas. You don't have to tune up the engine. If you steal a horse, though, you got to have oats. <laughs> you gotta ha- you gotta have water, carrots. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like stealing a someone's baby goat yoga. <laughs> you can't you can't just put it in the garage. You're no, gonna you need, need a mat. It. Yeah, <laughs> you know Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> oh, nice! Shout out to Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Yeah, spin off friend Jilly. of the podcast, friend of the podcast, <laughs> friends of the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we are going. Are we to doing get- another podcast? Friends of the podcast. Friends of the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Or is it a fan fiction where the cast of Friends are friends with us in real life? <laughs> I like that one more. <laughs> I was, I was talking to, uh, to Chandler Perry. Yeah, he just texted me. And what was that? That was just old Lisa Cadreau back there, banging on the guitar, saying <sighs> about Happy Cats or something. It's been a while since I've watched Friends. Never seen it. Oh, it's good. I've seen like the pivot scene. Yeah. And I watched the reunion in spite of having not seen. I've seen the entire series and refused to watch the reunion. It's good. It's cute. Nah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine without seeing it. I mean, it's just. I don't them. care about it's nostalgia. Just talking about the good times. Happy, happy laughter. I find it sad. It is. It's, 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 it's sad. But No, I mean, sad that they're just still selling out for friends. <laughs> it's an emotional thing. Like when we do the reunion for the marshmallow lesson. Ah, I thought you were going to say a reunion for the show, and I was going to say, Sean, clearly you don't understand our intentions. Yeah, we die with it. We're going to do the reunion for the marshmallow (laughs) lesson on the 20th anniversary of Hardy and Sons. Okay, thank you. It'll be a whole big (laughs) thing. Uh, So they head back, and then they start thinking, you know, maybe maybe we had it wrong. Maybe Burke is guilty. Yes. Bob Doge is innocent, even though he ran off. Maybe he got clubbed with a flashlight, because you can tell from the footprints— he staggers away and face plants. Yep. And then, like, gets back up, gets a horse. So th- he may have just been out of his mind. Just knocked out, not thinking straight, wandering aimlessly in the snow, an innocent man. Mm. And uh, and they checked the clearing. Helicopter's still there. Yes, it is. If he, if he wanted to go, he could have gone. But as it stands, maybe this Burke guy is spinning some yarn. Ooh, okay, getting a little juicy now. Yeah. And I bet the way they test him is going to be very creative. Oh yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need our best guys to deceive this one. <laughs> ah. So uh, so the head back, they uh, obviously back at Ben's cabin. The boys found a hearty breakfast awaiting them. Yes, and clearly, as reading this, I was just thinking, Tolkien had to read these books growing up. Tolkien. Yeah. Yeah. The Hobbits are based off the Hardy Boys. Merry and Pippin are Frank and Joe, right? I mean, if it's all a Depression-era writing. Yeah. I mean, at, at a point, any book written, you know, before 1930. We is, should check. We should read every book written during the Depression. Is there food in Great Gatsby? 
a lot of it. Yeah, see? <laughs> you, I rest you've won. my case. You've won. Uh, thank you. <laughs> he did the great Gatsby claim. Your Honor, the defense rests. <laughs> Sean Gatsby David. Did you hear about that? In the last episode, he straight Gatsby'd him right in the face. Gatsby'd him in the face. This is the great Gatsby. That's the Chewbacca defense. Just with the great Gatsby from yeah. South Park with Johnny Cochran. Yeah. And depression. And depression. Yes. It all ties back to the great Gatsby. Uh, the great Ratsby. Ooh. It was meant. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, tying it together Ooh, for right, us. A little yeah. bow on that He's for puns, me. Man. Uh, so they uh they they decide you know they need to head out and they've got this plan to go hunt down Big Al's gang. Yes. Um and so they go to the is it livery? I don't think it's livery. I say livery in my head. You say livery? Yeah. Okay. It, but I'm notorious for pronouncing everything so wrong. So we've been watching F one. What's that? Formula One racing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And where all the cars are parked. They call that the livery, but they're all European. Uh, I'm j- it, it's not livery. It's the short. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Terrible. That's oh. yeah. Okay. Right now, Mach one. That's best joke of the episode. <laughs> That's gonna be tough to top. I love that. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, but so they they need to hire fresh mounts. Yes. And uh, and then they promised to pay the owner for the lost horse if it was not recovered. And I just thought that's a really inhumane way of. <laughs> if it's not recovered, yeah. what a dark. Dark way to treat a horse. Like, yeah, we'll find you another horse. Yeah, no sentimental bond to this Daisy's horse. Daisy's replaceable. <laughs> I'll get you another Daisy. You'll never tell a difference. It'll be younger. Your daughter likes Daisy. You like pretty I'll get flowers. you another brown horse. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna know. Uh, oh, poor thing. So, uh, poor thing. so here's where they start. They start getting after it. So yes. they they head Here to the general the store. Here comes Burke. Yes. He's like, hey. Boys, what you need? Like, we need some beans, Burke. <laughs> He's not joking. A carton of canned beans. Carton of canned beans. And then he's like, we better, Frank says, we better divide it b- between our saddlebags, Joe. Could you lend me a knife to open the carton, Mr. Burke? Uh-oh. Fishing? Sure. This is the first time I've heard Mr. Burke, but like they've just been calling him Burke. Oh, yeah. This is Mr. Burke. So you can tell. You know he winked when he said this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he's got a real sing-songy, like, hey, Mr. Burke, can I borrow your pocket knife (laughs) for normal things? (laughs) Uh, Why do I imagine these cans of beans just look like that carton of milk we used to drink in grade school? The, like, (laughs) the cardboard ones? (laughs) Where the lips always got real moist and you were just <laughs> drinking the cardboard. Just really wet, ba- wet satchels of beans. I stopped doing these it. Like, I was like, I don't want milk anymore. I'm drinking cardboard. These are just paper bags of beans. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 1920s. It's, like the it's all they have. <laughs> filled with beans. <laughs> Someone invent plastic already. <laughs> Uh, so Mr. Burke turns around, walks away a little bit, 
Frank opens up that pocket knife, and the blade is broken. Oh. Now, if you recall, which I did not. I also did reading, not. I had no idea what they were going for. When Frank and Joe were looking down at the guys by the shadow of the bear, they were unloading some loot. And they uh, were having a hard time getting through the things that were tying up the the packages. Yeah. And Big Al was just like, I don't care. Get through those ropes or whatever. And they were so thick that Slip Gun broke his knife. He's yes, like, Rats, I'm Slip Gun and I broke my <laughs> knife. And they couldn't see him to do a visual ID. But they confirmed that his knife was broken. And now here's Burke with a broken with knife. Broken knife. Okay, that's looking Ooh. a little bit shady <laughs> What kind of ropes are you cutting that you break your knife? Or what is your knife made out of? That's the question. <laughs> what is your knife? It's made out of bean carton. <laughs> Just wet cardboard. <laughs> it's part of an old, unrecovered horse. <laughs> it's just a horse bone. <laughs> so, anyways, they start. They start telling uh, Burke this story of like he's like, you know, where are you guys going? And then uh, Joe's like, oh, actually, uh, we weren't gonna tell anybody, but we found we know where the gold is at. Ooh, it's up by it's good. up by this place called Shadow of the Bear. We heard we couldn't see anybody. Or no, we, we never saw anybody there. Yeah. But we, we went to Shadow of the Bear and we found where the gold is hidden. And they didn't want to say like and we also heard that Slipgun broke his knife. <laughs> much like your broken knife. They left that part out. <laughs> yeah. But they, they give him the, they they tell him like, Hey, yeah, we're gonna head there. We're gonna get ourselves some gold. I wanna know where the gold at. <laughs> where the gold at? I want to know where the gold at. <laughs> and they tell him about Mike Onslow, and he's like, "All right, he drew us a map, but like, it was stolen." Yeah, somebody stole our map. We got this new map saying it's right by the shadow of the bear. <laughs> the shadow of the bear, X shadow factor. of the gold, X, X factor. <laughs> Me, <laughs> Me, X factor. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> So yeah, they, they spin this whole thing up, and then the they sad thing is the X Factor is just you being X by Jamie Kennedy, the real X Factor. Oh, see, I was gonna go DMX. <sighs> rest in rest in power. Oh my God, mm. I've never heard that before, and I'm gonna use it all the time. What's that? Rest in power. Rest in power. That's good yeah. stuff. I actually just got my friend. He just discovered. I kid <laughs> you not. Just DMX. died. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy just discovered DMX. My buddy doesn't listen to music. I'm Never excited. To, there's a documentary that just came out about DMX. Yeah, like really? it follows like the last year of his life when he gets out of prison, and he's like trying to do shows again and yeah. like, trying to put his life back together. Uh, it looks good. I'm gonna have to check this out. Uh, but also, I just got uh, his favorite song was X gonna give it to you. He heard it. And he was just like, so David, good. have you heard this song? X gonna give it to you. I was yeah. like, Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I was trying to find it on vinyl, and then I realized. It's just a one-hit wonder from the movie Cradle to the Grave. It was written for Cradle to the Grave. So you either have to get DMX Greatest Hits or the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. And I have the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. On vinyl? Uh, no, it's just on Okay, see, I was looking for vinyl. Sorry Too about expensive. that. Too expensive. Both of them were you like You need to stop looking bucks. for... A, you're looking for Surf Ninjas on Blu-ray <laughs> and the soundtrack to Cradle to the Grave on vinyl. <laughs> David, know, you I need know. to have more realistic expectations for art. You should see art. my bucket list. It's it's not achievable. And I, and I want a Berenstain <laughs> Bears, but as an oil painting, can't find it anywhere. 
<laughs> I mean that. Are you kidding me? I love the Berenstein Bears. It has to be from the Nightmare book, where the toys come to life and chase little Berenstein around. I haven't read that one. It's the best one. Okay, it sounds. I'll send terrifying. you a photo of it. Yeah, it scared me as a kid. I still actually yeah, to probably, this day have nightmares about it. Probably why I it was kept from me. Yeah, it should. We also been. weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Well, that's fair. You should have been allowed to watch South Park, though. The better we were. Of the shows. <laughs> okay, yeah. We were. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the line was, but it was a strange, a strange South and squiggly line. That yeah. <laughs> veered around The Simpsons and took us right Straight to South, to South Park. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, right, so, yeah, Big Al. Big Al, they, they plant this thing. They get on their horses. It's them. It's Frank and Joe, Hank Shale, and uh, Sheriff Keener. Keener, yeah, good memory. Take it to Keaton, Keener? Keener. Old Keener. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Sheriff Sheriff Kenner. Kenner, excuse me. Oh, you're right. K-E-N-N-E-R. Keener sounded way better, though. It's the St. Louis thing. You're yeah. You're Kenner Plaza. Oh, yeah. Or Kenner Toy Line. Or Kenrick Plaza. Oh, yeah. Or Kennerly Center. Kennerly? Yeah, I grew up by Kennerly. What is that? Kennerly? Yeah. Uh, it's by Mattis Road. What's Mattis? It's a road at uh, like Tesson Ferry by the Deerbergs by St. Anthony's Hospital. Okay, see, I know St. Anthony's Hospital yes. is on Kennerly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I know Welcome. that one. Yeah, here it is. Okay, bam, bam. Anyways. I used to work at that YMCA. X, X Factor. factor. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have what I have. I captivate. I manage my pacing. I finish my storylines. I am a podcasting genius. It's gonna say maverick, but yeah, because it ties in with the horses. <laughs> I was gonna say we should make a shirt that says "You don't have what I have." Yeah, but it should really say "I don't have what you have" because whoever buys it, what they're saying is that they don't have what you what have. Sh- yeah, yeah. Buyer does not have what Sean has. <laughs> And that's and the shirt. The front needs of it say, says, "Well, I don't have what you have," and the back of it will describe what it means. Yeah, the X yeah. factor of podcasting <laughs> excellence. And it's got to be the longest write up ever. Oh, it has to be like I a ten-page essay, all on the back of this shirt. I am not a concise man. <laughs> I will rise to the occasion and over-explain it. <laughs> Nay, over-mansplain it. A <laughs> uh, thank you, X factor. <laughs> Ugh. Oh lordy! So they they get up with uh with Sheriff Kenner and Hank and they they head out uh to the shadow of the bear, um, and so they they make it there. They ride through this passage, uh, bottom one twenty three. Once inside, Frank, Joe, and their two companions pause to consider their next move. Yeah, and I thought that's a little late. <laughs> Maybe before hopping going on horses there? and going yeah. to the shadow, you should have thought. You just did the journey. That's like Frodo well, making it all the let's get there and the we'll volcano. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> what is everyone so worried about? <laughs> Do we need guns? I don't know. I don't know. We will figure it out when we <laughs> get there. Stop asking so many questions. <laughs> it's called gumption. <laughs> it's called a hunch. Do and you everyone understand? slowly turns and looks at Joe. <laughs> Everybody looking at me <laughs> just because he said hunch. This is hunched over with his ear to the <laughs> ground at that point. Ah. <laughs> so they're they're hanging out. They find the broken knife blade, which they're pretty sure matches Burke's knife, which uh, I thought was a great find. 
to go into a valley and be like, we yeah. need to find a small piece of metal. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's split up. You guys cover the. Oh, here it is. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Never mind. Cuts and to the person's foot and the blade is just Burke's halfway general store on it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. It's in my arch. <laughs> Hold on. I think it says something on it. <laughs> yeah, and then they pull it out. But yeah. then they realize that actually wasn't the blade. That was just this bone that was also sticking out. And the true true clue all along was the friendship. Is the friendship? It always is the friendship. When the night. Oh, I, I messed it up. I took the wrong key part there. We're gonna have to hit it next episode. I can't recover at this point. X factor. Uh, so they're hanging out. They decide they make some dummies up to sit by a fire. Yeah. Uh, they cook a little lunch on the fire, obviously. We I get that given. Yeah, bacon yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, That's obviously. where my money is. It doesn't specify, but you're going to make bacon, bacon sandwiches. Bacon sandwiches, three apiece. Three apiece, yeah. Obviously. Fat so stacks it's been a long too. ride. This isn't like we're putting three pieces of bacon. I'm talking this is the Scooby-Doo sandwich of bacon sandwiches. And they're exhausted. Not only did they you know, hike all the way here on these horses, but then they had to come up with a plan, and that's exhausting. They did that all now. Yeah. Okay, that's all their mental power. So they take their cooking fire, yeah. put some dummies around it, and they lay in wait for uh, for Big Al and the gang to show up. Genius. And uh, sure enough, there's Jake, Slim, and Big Al. They assume a guy, Big Al. Yeah. No slip gun. No Burke. We're gunless here. Playing Burkless it safe. here. Yep. Burke would have had to pass them on the trail. Oh, or I know never some thought sort about of that. Yeah. There is a really loud train. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We're not about <laughs> to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> this isn't the mothership. I just don't look back when I hear noises like that. Cause I'm like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I just don't want to see it coming. Yeah. I want to yeah. seem calm. Send me out like Jimmy Hoffa. I want to seem like the X Factor. <laughs> look them aliens in the, li- in the eyes <laughs> and captivate them with my storytelling. <laughs> I say aliens. I was in Germany with my dog on a bridge one time. Oh no! Oh no! So, uh, so they see this this fire. These these bad guys see the fire. Big Al hissed out an order. Slim and Jake charge forward, and then uh, Sheriff Kenner gets. He's like, "Let's go! Let's take them! All right! All right! Let's take them!" He and Frank or he and Hank spurred their horses from behind the boulders while Frank and Joe waited, according to plan. The plan they never talked about. Well, no, they they did talk, but they didn't tell us as the readers. Yeah, which I'm okay with as a device. Okay, but let's find I out. What I the don't plan mind is. a little being left to the imagination. Yeah, I do it. I mean, they could have not told us according to plan, and could have just been like Frank and Joe waiting behind the rock, and we'd be like, "What are you guys doing?" And then when it pays off in a second, but they didn't do that. No, they didn't. They never, ever do that. The, you uh, don't know this writer. Yeah. So. Don't go for your guns. Just reach, Sheriff Kenner yelled. At the same time, he fired a shot to show that he meant business. It's business time. Now, I thought, like, fired it up into the air. Yeah. Like, just, just I did too. gun rang up. But the <laughs> next sentence, uh, Slim and Jake reined up sharply. Their hands shot skyward in panic as the bullet whistled over their heads. Like, you shot by their heads, man? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That is dangerous. Take a log off the fire, friendo. <laughs> Tone it down. <laughs> to, show, to show he meant business, he shot Slim. <laughs> Jake straightened up. 
<laughs> Not playing, see? <laughs> Pow. <laughs> he shot him again. He's dead. He just didn't shoot. <laughs> I ain't fooling around now. Here. Boom. <laughs> you think I'm already. You think Boom. I'm playing? <laughs> is demented <laughs> and then you look at his body and it's got tic-tac-toe in it and you realize he really is playing around uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah dark and playful dark and playful like yeah only you can do my friend <laughs> uh so now we're about to get into so slim and jake let's assume apprehended sheriff canner's on the case hank shales there ish yeah um, a part of it um and through this next sequence which ends the chapter uh I'd like to note that I just want to keep adding the word unarmed. A lot. There's a lot of times that I want to say unarmed. So <laughs> Sheriff Kenner had a gun, shot Slim, yeah. uh, or, or you <laughs> whistled, whistled a bullet head, yeah. over his head, yeah. and he's, he's got these two guys subdued. Ooh. So uh, Big Al starts, he wheels his horse in a wild dash for the passageway, starts heading back out. That's when the Hardy Boys come out from behind the rock, according to the plan. Yes, according to plan, of Cut course. Cut him off. However, Hank Shale's horse rears, throws Hank Shale to the ground, yeah. and they stop. And they're like, Hank, we're your friend. Are you okay? <laughs> we're friends of Hank Shale. We're, we're cool, everybody. <laughs> I forgot about the friends of Hank Shale. I'll be all right, <laughs> boys. There's two big hyphens there. I'll, and then a long dash. Be all right, long dash, boys. Nothing, <laughs> long dash, broken. Just got the wind knocked out of me, he called out. Out of me. Not, so, excuse me, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Knocked out of me as a true Westerner. Out of me. As written by this author, authentic <laughs> to the Western experience. Uh, so reassured, Joe swung his mount in the direction of the escaping outlaw, who's now past them, and they are off after Big Al. Yes. Uh, and so one of the most thrilling sequences in the Hardy Boys books. Yeah. So uh, Big Al's getting away. Let's go after him, he called to his brother. Frank needed no urging. Together, they galloped after the ringleader, unarmed. <laughs> oh, I like this bit. <laughs> yeah, with Slim and Jake to deal with, the sheriff was powerless to join the chase, but he shouted a warning to the two boys, advising them to wait. But his cry was drowned by the thundering hoofbeats, which I don't believe. <laughs> I believe that is the excuse of an adolescent boy who wanted to do a chase. Yeah. And, oh, we couldn't hear you because of the, the hoofbeats. <laughs> I, well, John, I was wearing my hoofbeat headphones. This is a different time. Back in the day, they just used to put pot and pans on the bottom of Horace's feet. <laughs> That's fine. It was okay. DiGiorno's still winning for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't all be winners. Uh, so the boys already were plunging through the tunnel in hot pursuit of the outlaw, unarmed. <laughs> in the darkness ahead, they could hear the pounding hooves of Big Al's mount and see the occasional glint of sparks as the steel shoes. So the horseshoes are pots. You're right. Yeah. I uh, knew it. Struck the rocks. <laughs> so it's it's nighttime and they're in this chase. And the next little paragraph we get here, the last paragraph on 127, after a brilliant illustration. Oh, I know. By the way, it was a beautiful and well timed. Well timed. Yeah, this yeah. is a panorama. This is. 16 by 9. This is 235 to 1 or whatever. I mean, this is cinemascope. That horse is 
dead. This is an anamorphic illustration, <laughs> yeah, if you can believe yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Like Hank Shale is black. Hank Shale's horse. Well, it's nighttime. Well, I know. I'm saying that was a good touch. Yeah. I don't know how the rocks are so white. Yeah, they're very well lit, but it's okay. This works. High ISO on this anamorphic sketch. <laughs> But uh, then we get this paragraph. For more than an hour, the chase continued over rocks, through dangerous gullies, <laughs> then along a river winding through a narrow canyon. You could, you could have told most us that. Exciting yeah. portion of this entire chapter. One sentence. Is one sentence. <laughs> yeah, that a bunch of crap happened. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was super awesome. Like a sweet, <laughs> sweet chase happened. It was crazy. <laughs> Joe almost got killed, but uh, it was a rat. Tell us about it. No, no, I just did. <laughs> just did. It was absolutely crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so at, at suddenly, Frank and Joe lost their quarry as the canyon curved sharply. When the boys rounded the bend, they reined up in astonishment. <laughs> this, is my, this is my pause for you to pick up where I was, where I was reading. So it's the last line of the chapter. The very last line. Yeah, I got it now. So here, we'll try that again. Yeah, do it again. Frank and Joe lost sight of their quarry as the canyon curved sharply. When the boys rounded the bend, they reined up in astonishment. Ahead, the canyon ended abruptly in a high, frozen cataract. The outlaw? Had vanished. <laughs> now, now, there's some words here that I, I haven't heard in this context before, but if... If suddenly there's a frozen cataract, yeah. I've only heard cataracts with eyes. Yeah. Which yeah. would make sense that the guy vanished if suddenly they got cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was real blurry. There's supposed to be a bug in Alaska that if it gets in your eyes, you go blind. It like burrows into your eyes. Is eye. it a frozen cataract? Is I that think, the name of the, uh, the I bug? think that's the name of the bug. That's crazy. The frozen cataracts. <laughs> in a high frozen cataract. Yeah. So here's what where it ends. Mean? Big Al disappeared. Yeah. Two boys unarmed at the bottom of a frozen cataract. Blind. Uh, Sheriff Kenner. This is, again, another reason why I think the boys have the Benjamin Button disease and why they're actually like 80 years old. Why cataracts. Oh, yeah. Always sleeping. Cataracts. Hunchbacked. Can't Hunchbacked. see. Yeah. <laughs> Big Al's like waving in front of them. <laughs> yeah. Just astonished that they can't see him. What do you want for dinner? Beans. <laughs> Just a wet carton of beans. <laughs> now, I I ran out of things to listen to. I had a weird week, my friend. Oh. I, I consumed all the content that I wanted to consume. I oh, ran out of th I ran out of things to watch and listen to. Oh. It was a, a weird thing. So I made a podcast about running out of things to listen to and how that affected me emotionally. Available yeah. on the Colonel Sean podcast. Oh. Check it out at my full name, all lowercase, no spaces. <laughs> That's but, so genius. Uh, I, I, I was left with this uh, this moment where I could listen, like I, I wanted something to listen to as I drove around today, so I listened to this episode. Yeah. This one now? Uh, the, the one, no. Not the one that we're recording as we speak. Oh, okay, yeah. The chapter 13 episode. Yeah. You ended with a brilliant, brilliant rhyme for chapter 15, yeah. only to realize that we <laughs> needed a chapter 14. Yeah. So I feel responsible to repeat 
Oh, I'm never going to top. Thank you, Sean. I'm never going to top. <laughs> uh, and so, David, do you think <laughs> that if, uh, and I want to get the wording right, Princess Deanna's <laughs> mom got a cold, <laughs> she would be a sniff queen, David? <laughs> Because I bet we'll find out <laughs> when we get to chapter 15. 15. <laughs> that was original content from Boom Reactive.